Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome back, Kidmen Huddle friends. So the other day, my son was doing a magic scratch-off Names of Jesus activity. This was one that went out in our spring faith kits that I make for my kids at church because, yes, the children's minister's family isn't always Johnny on the spot using those resources. So, you know, if you're sending resources home to families and you're discouraged that they don't always do them, maybe they're just like us and they get a little bit behind. But he's doing this little scratch off thing from Oriental Trading and it's revealing the names of Jesus and he loves Jesus so much. And he's like, oh, it's this name. I like this name, you know, yada, yada. And so I asked him, hey, what's your favorite name of God? And he's like, hmm, I don't know. And uh, it got me thinking about God, go figure, and his attributes and the names of God, the things of God that I love the most. And I think the name that I'm loving the most right now is Good Shepherd, because God leads us and guides us. And the attribute that I'm digging the most right now is that God is sovereign. He is always in control. Um, This past week, I went up to Kids Matter HQ to do a little marketplace prep. Um, If you are coming to Megacon, by the way, you are in for a treat. The marketplace where you can go and buy all sorts of fabulous things is going to be amazing. We have so many books coming. Man, Ryan and Beth have so many books at Kids Matter right now. We've got all this new swag that I'm working on, new t-shirts, new mugs, notebooks, stickers. Oh, it's going to be awesome. But as I'm driving down there at like six in the morning, I'm pulling out of my driveway, I wave to my dad as he's going to work. and I start to think, wow, God has so prepared me for what he has called me to do that even the like the location that I am in is where he needs me to be. So I live now three doors down from where I grew up my entire life. I am about three and a half hours from kids matter. So it's totally easily drivable in the morning. I can leave my house a little bit early and get there in time for a meeting in the morning. It's also drivable from here to Nashville where Megacon, the conference is hosted. Next week, I'll be driving to Megacon doing a little measuring for the marketplace to make sure we have tables the right size and, you know, can fit everything in. But I'm within a morning's drive, so I don't need to get a hotel room and a babysitter and figure all of that out when I need to go for a meeting. I am a little over an hour's drive from the Creation Museum, where I've done a lot of work for the past six years with Answers in Genesis on their vacation Bible school. And I go up for workshops, and I've gone up for meetings and various other things. The location that I live is exactly where God needed me. Like, it's like he had a plan. It's like he knew that 
this little girl from nowhere, Kentucky was going to be working with these amazing organizations. So he made sure that I was placed in a spot that I can get to them easily for meetings when it comes. It's so fun to look back over my life and see all of the different areas that God was preparing me in his sovereignty. He knew what was going to happen. He knew the plan he had for me. It was a good plan. You know, that whole Jeremiah 29, 11 verse. And he prepared me without my knowing it. So my mom growing up was the vacation Bible school director at our little church and our Bible schools rocked. She was amazing. She who doesn't really love kids knew how to put on an amazing VBS. It was so fun. Kids came in by the van loads from surrounding neighborhoods. And her style of leadership was if she signed up for it by default, I was signed up for it as well. I was a very um, capable child and my mom is not a micromanager. So she would assign me a task and let me figure out how to get it done. And of course, as most children will do. I complained about it. And I asked, listen, I didn't sign up for it. Why do I have to do everything you sign up for? But that whole God and his sovereignty thing. At that point, I was either um, dreaming of being a country music star. It was a very short lived dream or planning on being an elementary school teacher, which was my plan all the way up to the beginning the first month of college, the first month I finally obeyed God and said, okay, but I wasn't planning on going into the ministry at all at that point, but God knew he knew my plan. So he was giving me the tools that I would need. When I started my first church fresh out of college, I wasn't worried about VBS. I've been doing VBS my whole life. I got this. Because God made sure I had the tools that I need. Just like he made sure that now in this season of my life, I'm in the location that I need to be to work with these amazing companies that I'm so blessed to work with. God is sovereign. He has a plan. He is in control of all. He knows all. There is nothing that can surprise him. He's not going to go, oh my gosh, I didn't plan on this. And that's just so amazing. He is so amazing and so good. I love the story of Job. It might be because I did a play about Job in college. It was called God's Favorite. I was Job's wife. I wore um, leopard print satin pajamas and my character had a drinking problem and our twin children in the play wore like onesie pajamas. It was super fun. Um, But that I think kind of spurred my love of Job's story getting into it and reading more of his story. And I love chapter 38 of Job. All this horrible stuff has happened to him. He's lost his fortune. His cattle are gone. They're stolen. They've been killed. Um, His servants have all been killed. And his children have all died as well. Then his health gets taken away. He's lost almost everything everything in his life and his friends and his wife. Oh, he had bad taste. Uh, there, his wife's like, you just need to curse God and die. And his friends are like, well, it's probably because you have some sin in your life that you've not confessed to God. And this is why it's happening. So he's lost everything. His friends and his wife stink and he's crying out to God. 
God, why is this happening? What is going on? What is the plan? What is the purpose? And then God speaks back. That's my favorite part. Chapter 38, he, God answers Job. Where were you? Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Where were you when I did this? Were you there when I did this? Could you do this? Do you know about this? God goes in this kind of monologue, pointing out to Job just how powerful and how amazing he is. All of the things that he did. And he's kind of saying, Job, who are you to question? Who are you to question me and my power? Who are you to question my control, my sovereignty? And then through this back and forth conversation between Job and God, which is on its own, super cool. Job's like, I'm sorry. I realize you are God and it is not for me to figure it out. So I don't know why this is happening, but I trust you, God. Do you have a Job moment going on in your life right now? Or maybe you don't know why something good or bad is happening. Maybe you don't know why you're where you're at location-wise or ministry-wise. Or you don't know why this thing keeps happening to you. But God does. Even, Even the seemingly little things in our life. God can be working for his good and his glory. Growing up, um, I was oftentimes one of about two children in my church, uh, me and my brother. And people asked my mom, you know, why don't you leave? She at one point debated, do I need to take my kids to a church where they can be with other kids, with other teens? You know, there, there wasn't a strong youth group a lot of the time because they're just, there weren't the kids. It's a small country church. And I'm so thankful she didn't because I was exactly where God needed me to give me the tools that I need for now. Because there were two kids in our church and it was a small church, we had opportunities that you couldn't believe. At 15, I was the children's minister at my church. I looked around and I saw when I was, you know, helping with snack and children's church that they were using lessons that didn't have all of the components. They couldn't teach the lessons properly because no one was overseeing the fact that the stuff wasn't working because the stuff wasn't there. So I went to the pastor and said, hey, can I, be, can I be in charge? And they let me at 15. I was on stage from the point, I think it was eight, maybe, was my first solo on stage. I was on the drama team. We had a drama team in my little church. Guess what? I have no problem being up in front of a crowd and speaking right now on meetings or conferences or trainings or any of that. I'm good in front of people because God made sure I had the tools and the skills that I needed. I had the ministry experience that I needed because God knew he was calling me into it. God knows the plan he has for your life. Plans to give you hope and a future. Plans not to harm you, but for good. But sometimes we're like Job and we're like, what is going on, God? A joke that um, I'm going to write a book called, can I get a memo, God? By the way, I'm copywriting that title. You can't take it. But it would be so much easier if God would just give us a, pass us a note, send us an email, text us, flashing billboard, something 
to let us know the plan that he has for us because he does even when it doesn't feel like it. But since he doesn't, and he doesn't have to, he's God, we are not. He does not have to tell us his plan. But it takes trust on our behalf. So I encourage you, if you are struggling right now with trusting God's sovereignty, with maybe you're struggling, feeling like there is no plan and you have no clue what's going on or why. Go to the Father. Just spend some time this week with Him. Maybe go back and read through the story of Job and be reminded the all-powerful, absolutely amazing God that created the universe, that He controls all things, He spoke all things into existence with just the power of his words. That God has a plan for you. There's nothing that's going to surprise him or worry him about your situation because he knows it. He knows you and he's got you. Spend time with the sovereign father that loves you. And he's got you in the palm of his hand. And remember, Kidman leaders, what you do matters.